Hey guys, I'm Jackie Brubaker, your host of That Girl, the podcast. I'm an author, performer, two-time Emmy Award winner, human relationship specialist, and founder of the wellness website, loveyoueavenmore.com. Each week, I bring on inspiring people and experts in their field to have powerful, motivational, and enlightened conversations about relationships, self-development, and how you can live your most authentic life. Follow us for daily updates on myself and the podcast at That Girl the Podcast and at Jackie Brubaker on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and our Patreon page. While you're at it, make sure to check out my new wellness website, loveyoueavenmore.com. If you're wanting to dig into developing more self-worth, be healthier about relationships, and learn how to date smarter, go to loveyoueavenmore.com and follow us on Instagram at loveyoueavenmore. Welcome, Kelly White, to That Girl, the podcast. Today, we are going to talk about mother-daughter relationships with a really cool spin on it. Kelly owns the company Connecting Hearts Travel, and she started it because she wanted to help heal the relationship between her daughter and herself. So we're really going to talk about healing relationships, mother-daughter, because they're super complicated and it's all kinds of stuff and how travel can be one of those amazing healing aspects. So welcome, Kelly. (laughs) Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Um, I know I just kind of gave you a little intro, but please tell the audience more about yourself. I always feel like you guys can do a much better job than I can. Um, So my name is Kelly White, and I am the co-owner of Connecting Hearts Travel. Um, I used to be in corporate. So I'm what I call a corporate refugee. And then my younger daughter, who I'm in business with, was suffering with some mental health issues and things got a little scary there for a while. And it was kind of like life altering and made me kind of take stock and say, okay, look, I needed to be out of corporate and just how do we move forward with life at that point? And hence Connecting Hearts Travel was born. Amazing. Yeah. I've never heard anyone come out of corporate just like, gosh, I miss it so much. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. Never. I have never really worked in corporate. I've always been in TV and film. So it's it's also a bizarre world, but it, it's very different. <laughs> um, so how old was your daughter when she was having some, you know, issues, some mental issues? Um, so it started when she was a senior in high school. So it started at 18 um, and then just kind of progressed from there there would we had to take time to figure out how to get out of corporate and all of that but she's 27 now and um doing much better yeah yeah um and what before she was you know struggling were you guys close were you not so close like kind of what was your relationship like especially during the teens because that's hard yeah so I was very career focused and you know, get good grades, you're going to go to college, you're capable, this is what you do, kind of a mom, and pull up your bootstraps and kind of carry on type of a person. Mm -hmm. Never really exposed to the mental health arena in any way, shape, or form. So from my perspective, I was just, you're you're being dramatic, like just get up and and go do the things. And she felt very misunderstood, right? Mom just thinks I'm not good enough and she doesn't understand me. And that was really our, where we were operating from through her teen years until I got a call one day that was, you know, your daughter is making suicidal threats. And then we obviously had to sit down and reassess everything. 
Yeah, of course. What was that like for you since this was kind of a new part of your life? It was, um, like I said, it was life altering. It it made you kind of just sit back and well, one, it was triage, right? What what are we going to do to get to that point where it's not a emergency, not a problem because it's a forever problem. It's something that you always kind of struggle with, but in the onset, it was just, okay, we need to get to the emergency program. We need to, you know, get to a program. We need to get meds so that we, we need to get therapy. All of the things that were not part of our world or my, like even anywhere in my sphere. Um, it was heartbreaking. <laughs> and, and it was, yeah. you know, obviously a lot of self-reflecting, like, what did I do? What did I miss? How could I have missed? Um, a lot of that. Uh, absolutely. I mean, I think moms just feel guilt all the time. Like from the moment they're pregnant, it's like guilt, you know, just in any kind of way. And then, yeah, you know, well, it's, it's different too. If, you know, you haven't really suffered with any kind of mental issues, um, instability or conditions that have come up in your own life, but also if you haven't really seen it in your family, um, or maybe it was there, but you didn't know, you know, cause people do hide it easily. They can, yeah. Um, and then to see, you know, your daughter, do you have any other kids or is she your only child? I have an older daughter as well. So I have two girls. Okay. So, so yeah, so this is kind of a shock, right? You have an older daughter, she's like off doing her thing now. And then you have a senior in high school, which is, you know, a huge pivotal moment for anyone who's a senior in high school. It's like, are we going to college? Are we traveling? What are we doing? Like, what's, what's the next step? Like, I'm not a kid anymore. And like, now I have to actually figure stuff out it's a lot of pressure. You know, I'm sure she was going through quite a bit of pressure just with that small nugget, but then the rest of what was happening. Um, what was, what were some of the first things you did once she was kind of, you know, stable and like, how did the travel aspect come into it? Um, so the travel was just a way to kind of get us out of the space that we were in. That was just so heavy and, you know, how do we get through graduation? Like, how do you graduate? Do you apply to college? Do you all, just all of those things. And so we just want to, we always traveled as a family. That was one thing that we did. We always took one or two weeks every single year and just went away because when you're away, the kids don't want to be with their friends. You're not working nowadays. Maybe it's different, but so it was something we always did. Mm -hmm. So I just said, you know what, let's just put all of this to bed for like three days and let's just go away. And we went to New Hampshire to the mountains and, and just really spent time together appreciating the mountains and having conversations about just what we saw. And it was so good for our souls. Like both of us just needed healing. We had quiet time. We colored. We did just a lot of silly things and yeah. came home and it just felt like, okay, we can tackle this again. And, yeah. you know, we can, we can now carry on and we're here and we know if we need to take a break, what we need to do, right? We just, we have to get in the car and we go somewhere for a few days and we take a break and it's okay. And then we come back and we tackle it. And, and that's how it started. That's amazing. I think, you know, especially when you're in a car with someone, it's a great time to have a conversation because you're both kind of focused elsewhere on the road, whether you're driving or you're just looking out the window and it's, you know, you're, you're just there. You can kind of just talk and um, it doesn't have to be like staring at each other's faces and it, it can be a little bit nicer to start um, maybe heavier conversations. Do you feel like in those times that you were able to work through some harder conversations? 
Oh, absolutely. It just happens naturally. It's not something that you have to plan. When you're traveling, something will spark a conversation and then it just rolls. Um, the things that parents and children, I guess, don't realize is perceptions. Everything that comes out of your mouth, you may mean one way, but it's perceived in another mm-hmm. from their own experiences. And so I could say something as simple as I don't agree with you. And she's perceiving it as, geez, mom thinks I'm like wrong. There's something wrong with me. And yeah. you can actually talk through those things as you're, as you're noticing things in the world and you just have those conversations kind of happen. Mm-hmm. And obviously we had the um, benefit of therapy and, and those kinds of things to help us communicate in that way. But it just happens more naturally when the other pressures of the world are not on top of you. Right. And everyone feels better when they get away. I mean, there's no one who, I mean, traveling can be stressful because, you know, you're moving and you're got all your luggage and you're just, you're kind of tired from traveling, but at the same time, it is a moment to just reset and see something brand new, go to new places, eat new food, walk around new. It just, it's such an amazing reset for everyone. That's why, you know, even though it's nice to come home, a lot of people are like, I want to move here let's just move here because you you feel that you have this opportunity to start again. Um, What was that like when you guys started traveling? It was refreshing. Honestly, it was just, like I said, it got us out of where we were so that we could just relax, let go and, and be ourselves. It's funny because we take road trips now. It's one of our favorite things to do. And um, we both enjoy singing. Like I used to sing in the choir with my dad and she was in chorus and like musical theater in high school. And it's like, we consider it kind of like a concert starring the two of us now. So it's, it's just, Aww. it's just, you get to be authentically you when you're traveling because you're not known, right? No one's expecting anything of you. Yeah. You just go out into the world to discover and you can show up however you really want to because there's no predisposed expectations. That's huge. I've never thought of it like that, but that's true. It's like we have our travel self, which is probably our our most authentic self, you know, because we are just, we just get to be, you know, if you feel kind of like bogged down in your regular life and you go away, you can suddenly dress differently and act differently and try it on for size to see what that feels like. And if that feels better, Again, I think that's why people always want to move when they travel. I certainly do. I'm always like, let's just move here. Let's just do it. <laughs> I'm the same way. I want that feeling to stay with me yeah. forever. Like, oh, this is great. And yeah. You, can, you try something on for size. You try new foods. You you step out of your comfort zone a little bit. And so it's just the expectations are removed when you're traveling. Right. And, you know, for someone who, you know, is just at a pivotal moment of her life and also as you were as well, like, it's just a way to remember that there is more than just our little town that we live in and the life that we have. Like there's so much more and there's so much more opportunity. I think when you are struggling mentally, you know, from whichever area it's coming from, it's just good to remember that there is, there are options. Like life is not Mm -hmm. just what you see around you every single day. Like there are so many options and there are, you know, good risks you can take to be happier. Do you think that, traveling is like the game changer for something like that? Absolutely. I do. I think traveling is one of the best ways to heal relationships and yourself. It just allows you the time and the space to discover something new about yourself and, and your surroundings that you don't know about. People are so, we are so um, 
I want to say one dimensional, but we grew up in, like you said, these small towns, you know, there's either a sport town or it's a music town or it's, you know, everybody's going to college or everybody's going into a trade and you just have that one experience. When you get out and travel, you realize there's a whole big world out there. And maybe if you feel like you don't fit in the spot that you are, it at least makes you realize there are other spots that you might fit into. Yeah. What were some of your favorite experiences traveling with your daughter that were just like, monumental moments of like, wow, we're really bonding. Um, so one was conversations funny. We had a conversation. We just went on a road trip last spring and we were in Boulder, Colorado and somebody walked by and they were dressed in a certain way. And we had obviously two different perspectives as to the dressing of how they were dressed in public. And it opened up this huge conversation about how she felt about those kind of things, dressing in public, what it said for your cause and and just my perspective and where we were coming from. And it was so like eye-opening to be like, we we, because we spend a lot of time together. We're in business together. We still are living in the same house Um, to just all of a sudden we just discovered, okay, we just discovered something new about each other after we've spent the last three and a half years in business together, therapy through all of this stuff from senior year. And, and here we are still discovering things about each other. And I think that was like blew our mind, to be honest. That's so true. That's so true. Um, what were you happy with your reaction, even if it was like opposing? I was happy that we were at a place that we could respect each other's opinions without being offended that the that we each had a different opinion. Yeah, exactly. I was just thinking because you know, I think that's a big conflict with parents and children is that no matter what age you are, is that if you are the type of parent who thinks, you know, I'm right about my beliefs and it should be this way, you're gonna have a really hard time if you have a child who disagrees or feels differently. And I think the most important thing, which is what you're doing is to just respect their perspective, hear it, you know, listen to it. Like you'll learn something you will, whether it's just, Oh, I didn't know this about you or like, Oh, I didn't realize that. Cause you know, the minute you stop listening and the minute you stop growing, like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing here? (laughs) Exactly. But that's, that's so great to hear because that's just a huge part of, I think parenting well is, is really just listening to the other person and respecting like, this is your opinion even if you disagree with it, you know, even if you have to say in your head, okay, well, maybe she just doesn't get it yet. Maybe she'll get it in the future, but I'm just going to respect that that's her opinion. And then, you know, maybe your opinion will change or hers will, or whatever it is. Cause that's, we're allowed to change. (laughs) We're allowed to learn and change. Um, so let's talk about actually going into business when, so that happened about three and a half years ago. Yes. When did you guys decide this can help others? When we really started to figure out our brand, so we originally just thought, you know what, I want to leave corporate. She wasn't sure what direction she wanted to go in. She's a true entrepreneur at heart, but that wasn't something I was raised with. Um, And we just decided, okay, let's give this a try. And then we sat down with the branding expert to say, okay, how do we figure out why we want to do this, who we are, how are we going to present ourselves? Because I had joined a BNI and the first question was, well, who's your ideal client? Well, I don't know. Never been in business before. Right. <laughs> no like I know nothing about nothing. <laughs> I'm like everybody. I can still travel to anyone, right? Everybody right. Everyone to likes travel. to travel. 
and you quickly learn if you're marketing to everybody or marketing to nobody. Um, and so we just sat down and really worked with the branding experts to be like, what do we want to bring to the world? Like what, why are we doing this? And we, as we went through that process, we realized first we wanted people to travel because when you get out, like I said, you get out of your normal place and you learn new things and you encounter new customs and, and new people, you grow. You, you're, you just become a more understanding person. There's, there's no way that you can get put into somebody else's situation and see how they live and not change. Yeah. So that was reason number one, that travel was our, th- our thing. And then as we work through it, we realized, well, we really want to help people have what we have. Like we've worked really hard at our relationship and our closeness and that understanding and openness and travel really was keen in getting us there. And so that's why we kind of honed in on the mother daughter travel mm-hmm. and it being more than just traveling, but that it really can help your relationship. Even if you have a close relationship, it helps you stay connected in the busyness of life. Mm-hmm. And, and that's how we came across. Yeah. That that's how we became connecting arts travel. Do you, um, because I went on a trip with my mom. She actually met me in Europe. I was already there and she met me and it was a tough trip. I'm not going to lie. It was a rough trip. And um, I was like, I have never seen these parts of you. Who is this person? Like, I really did not recognize her. Again, travel will show you other people that you you didn't know parts of them existed. Um, Do you do any kind of like, coaching for if that happens um, or, or good things or bad things? Like, are you there to kind of support or like, how does that work? Yes, we are. Um, so <laughs> originally when we meet with a mother daughter, we try to get the feel of, okay, what is the goal of the trip? Like, wh- what are you trying to accomplish? You just get along really great. You've traveled before and now you just want to discover things together or are you trying to be closer? And she, we will separate. I'll talk to the mom and she talks to the daughter. And we kind of get those perspectives of what do you want your mom to know about you or learn about you on this trip? What do you want your daughter to hear? What is it you're trying to accomplish? Oh, wow. And we figure out some interests that might be able to bridge that gap or places where they could have those kind of conversations and, sh- and display each other's interests. And then we design the trip around that. We talk about trips that we've taken and I mean, we've had, come on, we're mother daughter, right? We've had some arguments. We've had, we call them like, you know, battle royales. <laughs> and and we learned, you know, you need a safe word. Like it's, it's, you need a safe word. It's, it's, it's not, it's not just for the red room. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, you have that safe word where things are getting a little heated and somebody's getting offended or hurt, or it's, it's going to kind of throw you off course what you want. And you just put the conversation away and, and own it. Like if she says that word, it's done. And we just kind of. Yeah. Take a few minutes to be quiet and move on. Right. Right. That's very important. Um, because yeah, I mean, while it sounds wonderful, like, oh, my, you know, daughter and I could like go on this great trip and it's all planned out and everything's fun. Like we'll have a great time. And I think every parent wants that, right? If they want to plan a trip for their kid, they're like, I just want it to be so much fun and have all these beautiful picture, perfect moments. And like our Instagrams are just going to be so gorgeous or whatever, you know, you're thinking, And then you like show up and it's like, wait, why am I acting like this? Why is she acting like this? Um, So I think it's really great that you have those conversations ahead of time of like, mom, why are you doing this? And like, daughter, why are you doing this too? Like, are you doing this because she wants to do it? Do you even want to do it? Like what, 
what what's the goal? And I like that there is a goal. Um, do you find that, I mean, I think regardless whether it's a, you know, happy ending or not a happy ending, you're still making progress, I would imagine, right? Yes. And, and you still spent time together. You, mm-hmm. you made the commitment to spend time with each other, dedicated quality time, and you learned something at the end of it. And, and you just, you move forward from that spot. Yeah. Right. And another thing we always tell them is put away the expectations, like put away the expectations. The goal of the trip is to spend time to each other with each other and discover things. So just kind of put away what the picture that you think it should look like in your mind and enjoy the picture that comes out. That's so great. Do you have any success stories or any like amazing trips that you've planned for people and then the reviews were just like, Oh my gosh, this was amazing. Or just any cool stories that you'd like to share. We we do have a couple of um, stories and, and one in particular, there's a mom who felt her daughter felt like she had been let down a lot. Just her perception of life, you know, parents got divorced and there was money problems and, and all of that. And so she just felt let down. And so her mom wanted to plan this trip where she was paying for the entire trip. And it was just that they could just spend it together. And her daughter was a little apprehensive going in, you know, when we, Abigail sat with Abigail's my daughter, when Abigail sat with her and was asking her questions of, you know, what do you want to do? What would you like your mom to know? It was like really pulling teeth. She was just not sure that she wanted to go because they Hold on one second. Hold on. I don't know what's going on outside, but it's like, can you hear that? I can't. Oh, you can't? Okay, maybe. Oh, okay. Which is a really, really big truck. There's always a construction happening around my house. It's really (laughs) frustrating. (laughs) Okay. Um, Kind of pick up a little bit before I cut you off. I'm so sorry. I was like, I don't know how loud this is going to (laughs) get. No, it's perfectly fine. Um, So anyway, Abigail was kind of interviewing her about things that she liked for the trip. And she was very apprehensive about the trip in general, just not even sure that she wanted to be locked away with mom for five days in New York city. And it turned out she, I mean, she had a fabulous time, the daughter, the mother did too, but the daughter couldn't believe how cool mom was. They went to, you know, to see the show together and they stayed out really late and just comments of the things that they saw in the city and their relationship is better. I mean, not going to, you know, no mother daughter relationship is ever going to be like perfect, like, you know, picture perfect. Um, But they now talk twice a week, like scheduled talk time that they have scheduled in on the phone and they had a fabulous time and, and they will travel together again. Like they can't wait to plan the next trip. That's so nice to hear. Um, and were you guys coaching them like from a distance um, while they were on their trip? I'm friendly. Not while they were on the trip. Nope. They, they didn't have any hiccups while they were on their trip, but I am friendly with the mom. And so we had some conversations beforehand about kind of the same thing I'm saying, like put away the expectations. Mm-hmm. Like you want the trip to be so perfect that you're going to go into it being on edge about everything that gets said and every little thing that you do. Yeah. You can't do that. You have to just go and relax. Don't try to control every step because you want it to be perfect because then it's not going to be perfect. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what is one thing that you hope people always take away from traveling with their mom, I guess? <laughs> I, I want, well, if it's a daughter, I want them to realize that their mom is just a human being, mm-hmm. right? They're not any better or superior than you are they're just a person that's doing the best that they can 
and they want you to see that, but they don't really know how to let you. And so for a daughter, that's really my main takeaway that, that it just just a person, just like your best friend. Mm-hmm. Yes, they raised you and, you know, they had all these aspirations, but honestly, they're just a person and they want you to see them for, for that. Yeah. And, and, then and what about the daughter? I always say you raised a person to an independent person that you want to be able to be self-sufficient and that you don't have to worry about when you're gone. You have to let them be that person and not who you expected or thought they would be. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. Uh, Those are two perfectly put answers. And I don't think it gets any more. I don't think it gets better than that, really. It's just let her be her and also just accept your mom as a human, you know, because I think that there is something that happens where, you know, you get to adults, you know, children phase and, you know, you still aren't quite sure how to like let go of the parenting role and like how, how much do I parent? I don't know. Like, you know, and it's so easy to fall into that place of like, oh, let me just keep acting, you know, or feeling that they're so young and that they don't know what they're doing or, you know, whatever the the feelings are that, that they do. And that it's really important for them to fail too. You know, it's really important that they learn those things on their own. They pick themselves up not you. I mean, we all know that. So it's just, it's a good reminder. And I think I love what you're doing. I'm so glad you and your daughter have, you know, you guys have come so far. Oh my gosh, that you're running a business together. Like I'm a, I'm a big believer. I'm like, don't ever work with your family or your friends. Don't do it. But you know, congratulations to you because it is difficult, but that just goes to show how hard you guys have worked at your relationship. Thank you. Yes, we have. Uh, <laughs> well, tell people how they can find you. Um, you can find me. Well, my website is you know, www.connectinghearts.travel. You can also find me on Facebook, um, Connecting Hearts Travel. And we also have a mother-daughter Facebook group that you can join where we talk about kind of the things that we talked about here. Just fun kind of memes and blog, you know, articles that I've written and just communication tips and travel tips. Oh, that's great. That is so great. And everything will be in the show notes. You can just click on it. Thank you so much, Kelly. Thank you for having me. I had a great time. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Remember, sharing is caring. Make sure to rate the podcast and leave a review. We really rely on this to help get the podcast out there. Also, make sure to watch the video version on YouTube at That Girl the Podcast.